Welcome to Marketing on the Couch. It's the podcast that sets marketing pros head-to-head to discuss trends, ideas, and all things communications. So in the February edition, we're checking out digital marketing trends with strategic director Gareth Miller and account executive Luke Thomas. So if you're sitting comfortably, let's get going. How is digital marketing changing the landscape of the industry? The landscape of marketing is changing dramatically. It's a famous saying, which is much maligned, about um, 50% of my budget is working. Uh, I just don't know which half. And I think that's something that is an outdated concept now. Everything can be measured to within the nth degree. So looking at digital marketing specifically, we can now look at exactly what part of your budget is working we can tweak it on a almost minute by minute basis and we can look at things like who's viewing it where they're viewing it how long they're viewing it for so we can make sure that everything we're doing is optimized and uh, and delivering the results that you're after can this level of data tracking be a hindrance as well as a help it can make it more difficult because people can't hide behind the sort of nuances of the creative anymore so actually there are things that can be done now that um, you don't actually need a human for um, so a lot of the the marketing at the moment is uh, it, and the success of it online is driven by uh, algorithms and um, there's even the, the the use of bots that's creeping into uh, to try and drive the numbers up in a in um, sometimes an artificial way how have you been using digital marketing in your work well i think something that is really quite difficult to uh, achieve is is organic viral marketing so it seems to be that that is the 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 big trend at the moment to do something that is just um, trying to hit on a latest trend or something topical to uh, to make something fly and actually um, you've got to be very lucky or extremely clever to to put something together that is going to capture the imagination and get people to share it on your behalf Everyone's looking for something that's the, the, the wittiest or most shareable bit of content. And it is usually a, something that is a joke. And it can often be quite damaging to a brand. So brands have strong values that often trust is, is one of the strongest things that um, they rely on from their customers, uh, no matter what they're doing. And if brands are doing something that puts that in danger, then, then perhaps trying to be the most uh, daring or, or witty thing in the world is not always the best thing to do. So we're finding it's, it's a mix. So as an integrated marketing agency, we're very well placed to look across the board and look at what we uh, we can do and um, start at the end with the objectives of a client and then and then put together a mix of things that, that go towards achieving those objectives. Often that's a mix of content, organic, organic content, things that are sticky and provide something that uh, people want to engage with. But you can't preach to an empty church, so you need to put a bit of money behind it on the advertising side, both in terms of traditional advertising, but more and more so things like promoted posts, uh, PPC, um, and things like that to actually get people to, to look at that content that you've put on there. And hopefully, if that content is engaged enough, people will share it. Do you have to pay to get the best out of digital marketing, or can high engagement be achieved organically? You can do it organically. If you if you hit on something that you've got a niche group or a, a certain group of people that are really interested in what you've got to say, then you can do it organically. But it's always going to go a lot further and give it a 
kickstart if you um, if you put a bit of money behind it and you it doesn't have to be thousands and thousands of pounds you could just put a few hundred pounds behind it and actually get it seen more widely and then hopefully that will start the momentum that you can build from how do you measure the success of these campaigns I think that it's it depends what you're trying to achieve so the easiest thing to say is conversions if you're selling something online or you're you're running a shop then conversions and money into the tills is the most important thing. So you've got all kinds of metrics around that and conversion rates. And it, it is, again, like any marketing, it's, it's a funnel. So you're, you're starting off with, um, it almost goes back to the whole ADA principle that I think was was something that was coined in the 1920s. So you're, you're looking at almost 100 years worth of marketing knowledge there, but it's it's as true today as it was when it was when it was first invented. But you're you're looking at generating awareness, but ultimately it's it's converting people to to buy what you're selling. It makes it slightly more complicated when it's B two B because most B two B transactions take between eighteen months and two years to actually complete. But if you are if you're running a B two B campaign, then really it's it's starting off with trying to 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 get the details of your customers. So if you can get them to engage with you. If you can capture their um, their details and then start nurturing those clients until they become paying customers or those prospects until they become paying customers, then then that's the the, the real measure and the real hard numbers are are more important than vanities like the number of people who visit your website. How do you tie all of the pieces of a digital marketing campaign together? I think you've got to have a have a core message and core purpose. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot said about understanding the the why uh, behind why uh, companies do what they do, and people people buy by why you do things rather than than what you do. So I think those core messages that bind together all the activity are, are, are extremely key. Um, so if you can nail those down and get everyone to buy into it, and then those permeate through all your channels and all your tactics that you employ, these things build together. So ultimately, if you're giving people as many chances to see what your what your message is, and as many as many chances to engage with you as a as a brand as possible, then and you've got a core sort of golden thread of, of messaging running behind that, then then you're onto a good thing. Does being able to edit campaigns mid-flight mean there is less pressure to make things perfect first time? I think so. I think that it's it's. <laughs> Nothing is 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 perfect to start off with. I think, I'm, and I think that the that that's the beauty of, of digital marketing that you can test everything. So you can test, refine, and test and refine all the way through a campaign. You can you can pick up you know which colours work, which phrases work, which email titles work, and actually make sure you refine that to the thing that that is doing the best job. The phrase that's overused at the moment is failing faster. And I think digital, not just digital marketing, but the whole digital digital ecosystem allows you to to do that and to get to get it right. But only after you've you've uh, tried and tested and and failed a few times along the way. So that's true for, for for marketing as it is for anything else. But you've got to have that single minded vision, and you've got to have uh, the clarity about what that end point is and what you're trying to achieve and what success looks like. So where is digital marketing headed? It's really difficult to say. There's so many things that are hot topics at the moment. So you've got things like live streaming, got things like augmented reality, virtual reality, all these things that are these buzzwords in marketing at the moment. And 
people are, are kind of struggling to find a use for it. It's a, it's a, it's a solution waiting for a problem in a way. And it, the jury's out on a lot of these things. There's, there's um, the, the big thing at the moment is about live streaming. There's a lot of, uh, of, of dubious success stories out there. And actually, a colleague of mine was watching some of the stuff around uh, Trump's inauguration on, on his uh, live stream. And considering that Trump has something like 20 million followers on Twitter, on the Facebook live stream, there's 12,000 people watching it. So considering such a large world event, and there was only 12,000 people watching that live, I think that the, there's still a way to go for live streaming. And I think that there's a, a quite a bit of danger for brands putting a lot of time, money, investment behind something that is unproven. And if it's done well, it can cost a lot of money. And if it's done not so well and you do have a lot of people watching it, then potentially it could be damaging for your brand. What do you think is a better option? Again, it's really a, a mix of things. So if you're, there are things, lots of things that um, the tried and tested and work there are mixes of digital marketing tools out there there are things that are being developed so things like re remarketing is uh, tried and tested and works really well so if you're running a digital campaign then it's another bite at the cherry and actually helps you to refine your audience down even further and, and has some really good conversion rates we we've done stuff recently at the agency where we're using Facebook to run organic campaigns and we're boosting some of the posts that we have on there and that's delivering some real results for us in, in, as far as people engaging with the content that we're putting live. So there's lots of tips and tricks that can be used and it's, like I say, the jury's still out on some of these these uh, the, the newer things that, that, that come and go, really. You've used digital marketing both in-house and the agencies. How does it differ between the two? Well, I think if an agency is always at the at the coalface with these things. I think uh, if you work in a in an in-house environment, sometimes there's a lot of navel gazing going on, and you don't actually see what's going on in the outside world, and you're not exposed to the way lots and lots of different organisations are are marketing, and there isn't that constant drive and and pressure to find uh, more new and effective ways of doing things. So. At an agency, you're always looked at to be to be recommending what is the most effective way of spending your client's budget and delivering the best results possible. I'm lucky enough to work for an agency with a with a complete mix, an eclectic mix of different clients across B2B, uh, B2C, and in so a, a myriad different industries. So we we've got clients that public sector and private sector, people that have uh, e-commerce side to their business and, and people that are very traditional bricks and mortar. So we've got to be always looking at, at, at what the end goal is and, and putting together a, a blended mix of tactics to, to achieve that goal. And we live and die by the results that we achieve. So we're very keen on on measuring everything and being able to say, look, this this achieved a really good return on investment for you. And, uh, and essentially, please keep spending money with us. Has it changed the way you report to clients? Oh, yeah, we need to be, we need to be sure about the numbers. And it's, again, it's kind of another cheesy phrase, but um, uh, the, to completely misquote it is lies, damn lies and statistics. And you can prove anything with numbers. But actually, if you've got an intelligent client, which, uh, of course, all of ours are, they will see through, see through the numbers where they're, they're not robust. And ultimately, if it's a measurement that isn't just 
how many how many widgets did I sell and what the conversion rate was. If you're trying to say that the interactions or engagement with something you've posted out there, you need to be damn sure that they're meaningful stats, not just things that are a high number that makes makes the client feel nice about themselves. And finally, what new developments in digital marketing are you excited to get involved with? Probably in complete contradiction to what I said earlier, I'm I'm a geek, so I like toys and I like things like virtual reality. It seems like something that could be really fun and seems like something that if if people get it right, then then we could be working on some really fun things. We have already done some stuff with augmented reality and, for example, our... Christmas present to our clients was a bottle of wine, so nothing innovative there. But we had the world's number one sommelier on the label, and when you uh, pointed your phone at him, he came to life and explained why he'd chosen that particular bottle of wine for that client. So actually, when you when you use things like augmented reality in an engaging way and that adds value to uh, to what you're you're putting out there as a product, I think it's it's a really powerful thing. I mean, you imagine you 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 buy the latest pair of uh, Nike football boots and Cristiano Ronaldo's telling you about the best way to, to kick a football or you know why these boots uh, he loves these boots and that really is adding value to a product beyond just the label thanks for tuning in to marketing on the couch subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or follow us on Twitter at at Gould to make sure you never miss an episode To find out more about the work we do at the agency, check out www.carswellgold.co.uk. That's C-A-R-S-W-E-L-L-G-O-U-L-D.co.uk.